Hello ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Ionisms, a podcast about society, art, entertainment, movies, culture, sports, cricket, little bit of geopolitics and everything outside of work. In today's episode, we are going to discuss the Oscar nominations and how India bagged three nominations. First time ever. Remember, the previous ones were British movies or Hollywood movies made about India. And I'm referring to Gandhi or if you talk about Slumdog Millionaire, they were not Indian productions. They had Indian actors. The story was based in India or about India. They were still not Indian movies. So post 2001, I think, was the last time when Lagan was shortlisted for the best foreign film. There hasn't been any such nominations in the interim. This is the first time after a very long time. Now, the question that we'll try to address here is, should we feel the need for approval with Oscars and Hollywood? Isn't Indian appreciation good enough? Do we really need to be over the moon and over the top or just kind of dismiss it off and say, huh, doesn't matter as long as we get a Filmfare award. That itself is good enough. That's the highest award in the in the land, apart from the national award that we have. And we have 1.4 billion people to testify that this work has been appreciated. So why worry about any quote unquote global forces as it were? So let's jump in and find out three sides to the story. State the facts, right? Oscars was meant for Americans a la Hollywood and movies made by the Americans for the Americans. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. A country wants to appreciate its artistry, its artists, its movies, its entertainment industry. It wants to recognize all the people behind it, in front of the camera, beside it, whatever. It's their prerogative. There's nothing wrong with that. Turns out everybody else wants to partake in Oscar history. Why is that? Because they marketed their event so well that it kind of went on to become a global standard of excellence. That if you've not won an Oscar or not recognized by Oscar, then clearly you've not quote unquote arrived yet on the entertainment scene. Those who have won an Oscar, they're subsequent lives have considerably or significantly changed be it artists technical artists or those who have been in front of the camera or even behind the camera all their lives go through a pivotal change post winning an oscar let alone win they even if they get nominated that is a very prestigious thing so the question to ask is why did it become so prestigious now why did it become so popular well the Occam's razor answer to that is there weren't enough competition. There wasn't enough competition globally, which could contest with the gravitas, the viewership of the Oscars. A, it has been on for a long time and B, more and more people flocked towards Hollywood as compared to other film industries across the world. In fact, if you really think about it, right, the Indian film industry and Hollywood kind of grew up together. Of course, Hollywood was preceding Indian film industry by a few years, right at the origin, 1900s and earlier, 1880, 1898 or thereabouts. 
is when probably movies came to india they did not take off the way it took off for united states now economically speaking of course america was independent in the 1900s india was not india only got its independence post in 1947 so essentially what i'm trying to say is you know we were grappling with immediate realities rather than worry about merit in artistry you know that was a necessary priority for us to focus on to get the country freed to get the economy in order to set the country i mean america didn't have to deal with this so if you draw a parallel and go back to whenever 1776 or whenever they got their independence there there wasn't any hollywood then right i mean there wasn't any kind of artistry that was happening there it took them more than 200 years to get into all this so when the country was set on its course and of course there was room for improvement everything all i'm trying to say is america was more settled than india say even in the 1950s india just emerged from the shackles of colonial uh, british uh, rule and so we were just getting into the art form and world war happened two world wars happened and so that would have you know kept the artistic merits in the back burner and post that both the industries kind of settled down in, into the 60s and that's when the difference started to grow that much more india started making more movies per year than say united states but more uh, popular movies which highlighted artistic brilliance with higher budgets i mean it is a it's a cycle right once you make a movie which is loved more people watch it and more money pumps into the system if you have more money then you push the boundaries of artistry it also helps with the society the society was that much more free open freedom of expression as is always known you know the western freedom of expression is always led the way as it were according to them and so uh, so the culture art scenario set in to push boundaries so when you push boundaries your level of artistry goes up the stories that being were being told were that much more original the treatment was different and backed with more money the technical brilliance started to uh, augment itself to a much higher level the end product was a very high quality high class movie strong storylines people were free to express themselves and their stories that need to be shared without having to worry about what will the censor say what will the cultural impact be and so on and so forth not the case in india despite all of the freedom of expression that we found and had we were always a quote unquote patriarchal con- conservative society and so there were boundaries so if you go back to the 60s the most intimate scenes between a romantic uh, lead pair was two roses <laughs> kissing each other i mean i can i can't even call it kissing right that on the screen you would see two flowers or two birds pecking at each other that signified kiss even till today 2023 and admitted it's much better now there are there is this reluctance to have on screen chemistry nudity and what have you now the moment you say that the sanskari code kicks in oh my god how can you show this and all that 
well, you ask those people, well, you're in, you have temples built on around nudity. Think of Ajanta, Elora, and all the beautiful architectures there. Uh, no, 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 that is different. We will go and visit and see that, but uh, we'll not see it in movies. Anyway, so that hypocrisy aside, all I'm saying is it's some of these re- reasons why Indian cinema started, in some sense, revolving. I would. I know I'm not going to call it stagnating, but revolving around similar subjects that of drama, rom-com, tragedies until about 70s. Post 70s, as we know that clearly there were lots of influences of the action hero. The economy was going through its own phase. There was a war in 71, emergency in 77, if I'm not mistaken. And so the country was getting agitated. You know, there was a degree of frustration. And so when the character came on screen, which said, and, you know, I don't pick up uh, thrown money, which is just thrown at me. You have to, I have earned it. So you have to give it to me. And, and so people stood up and clapped. So it resonated and they had some artistic merit. They, they captured the pulse of the nation, the sentiment. On the other hand, you had Hollywood exploring global universal stories. They went to, you know, if you look at Godfather in the 73 or you look at uh, Scarface, they were gangster movies, but with such different flair, some iconic, and these were their masala entertainers. But they were also classical artistic movies like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And when you watch some of those movies, you're like, Wow, how do you, where do you want me to sign? You know, that kind of thing. They did something really brilliant and it withstood the test of time. Now, one can also argue that we've had Anand, we have had uh, many such iconic movies which have withstood the test of time on artistic merit alone. But budget wise, we were far off than the United States movie budgets. And that gap has only increased ever since the 70s. Despite we increasing our budgets, and if you think RRR, it was $72 million, which is a fraction of the budget. Well, not a fraction of a budget, but clearly not one of the on the higher side. Um, and the, the, the gap has narrowed, but there's still a long way to go. And it's a bit of an oxymoron in itself. And so what has what's happened is a country which started out making movies for its own people for its own celebrating its own glorious artistic merit realized as a part of evolution that hey it should not be about celebrating american cinema it should be about celebrating artistry or artistic merit in cinema independent of where it comes from right and that they had there was a time when it was almost like a quote-unquote white oscars and and that realization happened that there was this token diversity representation and then until just a few years back and think of it right after so many years they really took diversity seriously only post say 2015 17 or thereabouts right before that it was like almost an all-white oscars and people were wondering why are there no people of color in there in in any of the nominations or any of the categories so that has changed so they have made that transition from having 
a unidimensional view to a global view to that of a mixed race view as it were in the different stories from different parts of the world and that is where indian cinema missed the boat that's where we le- got left behind and this kind of coincided even internally as in within the country if you if you notice so with the advent or growth of quote unquote bollywood films made in bombay bollywood we then began to follow uh, what was th- that supposed to be the gold standard in indian cinema so the regional cinema did not have any budgets to showcase their movies they were few in number and so large part of the indian film industry was the hindi film industry aka bollywood and so they they became uh, you know not just pan india over a period of time that's the tagline that has been associated with indian cinema all over the world and so we have had this conversation before so I'll not go into it but from a template standpoint and you know hollywood ascended into this gold standard that if movies of artistic brilliance are to be made then you have to watch this movie made in us largely right majority everybody else could get quote unquote inspired by it and there've been blatant plagiarisms <laughs> think of so many songs from most iconic directors not that they did not have their own original content they did but there was always this one or two songs one or two pieces scene sequences or set pieces which were copied blatantly from hollywood because at the time there was no internet so people majority of the country did not know what else was going on in global cinema they were only fed with whatever was being churned and generated out of bollywood and so that's what they saw and they thought wow this is so original but turns out it was not but anywho despite all those I, let's i would still call them as aberrations not necessarily order of the day there was a lot of original content being made in india up until say 70s mid 70s then the phase of 80s to almost till 2020 year block where maybe some good movies were there here and there but the standard and quality of movies plummeted this is largely to do with hindi cinema content the south indian or the vernacular or the regional cinema still did not have that kind of budget so their movies also were not doing anything spectacular they were at least trying different subjects case to point tamil cinema and so when wanted somebody wanted to you know sum, summarize all this in terms of artistic merit can you push the boundaries somewhere i think most of the good artistically challenging movies were termed as art house cinema or parallel cinema while the commercial pot boiler to almost become like a difference between haves and have nots right like two separated so much that art house cinema would not recognize mainstream and mainstream could not recognize art because the audiences were totally different somebody believed in uber re- realism and reality and you know have dark morbid subjects whereas this was fantastical in nature and that divide groups quote unquote escape from reality widened so much that it became implausible and completely what's the right word it became 
<laughs> completely outstanding and I, no pun there right so they were like out of this world and sometimes they were it's best that they remained out in the orbit and not land on earth some of the movies are really really terrible but audience was consuming it so it's this cycle right people said well this is what uh, people want so that's what i'm generating whereas what was happening in hollywood is of course hollywood had had its own share of poor quality movies or trash movies they did have but largely because of the budget and the openness and the original storytelling there were newer subjects being explored and all throughout history and if you say 1980s through 2000 if you compare both these industries Hollywood started to really push the envelope in terms of technological advancements, in terms of finding newer stories. Think of you know movies like Back to the Future and 2001: The Space Odyssey, and so on and so forth. Clockwork Orange. I know I'm a big cubic Kubrick fan, but <clears throat> that's where the artistic merit set the standard. That this is where. It is appreciated. That's why Oscars became Oscars, and therefore more and more people globally started watching it. And then, with the advent of you know liberalization and internet and everything, when it internet was by ninety five, ninety seven, internet was beginning to spread in India. And by two thousand five, many households had access to YouTube, and people had seen two thousand five. I think. Uh, more like 2010-11 when people really got comfortable with youtube and exploring global content that the influence of hollywood cinema became that much stronger you know people said we want to make movies like that but the audience said was the the creators were like but we don't have that kind of budget and so large part of the indian or hindi mainstream film they went into this formulaic pattern that of let's have some song dance drama romance little bit of tragedy comedy everything and so that's the best return of investment so keep churning out those movies whereas hollywood went on the other side and said they they settled down into a single genre single storytelling of course there could be linear non linear storytelling multiple ways of delivering the same story and pushing the boundaries so that's where the difference grew as it stands today the world at large has gotten used to the hollywood style of storytelling you know the texture the feel the less over the top for lack of a better expression you know, the more realistic cinema where the audience is that much that much more educated they understand they understand the laws of physics let's that's a touchy subject there but hey let it pass for now and so uh, people understand space time continuum people understand multiverse and all those kind of things and so lot many more movies started to be made on more complex subjects i'm not referring to marvel alone but other complex subjects which had layers or subtext which began to push the artistic merits as compared to where we are in indian cinema we have film fair which appreciates which appreciates uh, artistic merit but it's not taken that seriously why is it not taken seriously is because they made a joke out of the whole program it's become caricaturish it's they have slapstick jokes in fact they pull a fast one 
right they will record the reactions of the audience in the first 15 minutes and then play it on loop so imagine the viewer watching this the same reaction for best actor best actress best supporting character best movies and as if like we don't get it it's like you feel cheated right i mean you are you want to see live um or a well edited version but it's not and all it becomes is a shosha event there have been rumors that artists don't turn up if they are not paid so if i if i don't get paid to perform i will not come if i don't get an award then i will not come to the show that is and and so on and so forth and so it's lost its gravitas and then there have been claims that awards can be bought and all that kind of stuff so then how do you expect anybody to respect it or bring it up to the standards of say an oscar see what we don't realize is we are 1.4 billion people there is a 1.2 billion people watch movies that in itself should be enough validation for which warrants the highest artistic merit you know one third of the world's world's population is watching the movies that we make is that not good enough that is good enough but the point is it has to raise the standard of respect somewhere whether it is film fair whether it is ifa whether it is any other thing most of them are sponsored by you know the gutka brands and mouth freshener brands which in itself sometimes baffles me but anywho the therefore unless that is changed somewhere that you know we increase the respect of film fair will there always will be this you know overflow of validation that one seeks from say the oscars and so when rrr does not get nominated in sound design costume design best supporting actor best film as best foreign non english film or anything then you are like but what did you do as your nominations right and here you have say for example the banshees of inisherin like it's a story about two men in a village two friends in a village and one of them is upset with the other and i am i'm simply <laughs> simplifying it too much but net of it that's the story right so but it is much more appreciated because the audience that is viewing it and and in oscars of course the directors vote for best director the actors vote for best actors and that kinds right so but even within that audience it's very unidimensional in the sense they are used to the hollywood texture of movies so when something like an rrr comes along which is also a bromance but it's totally out of wax it's like balls to the wall over the top bromance and that's something that they are not used to seeing in their culture so no matter how good the sequence has been done or the set pieces are done it will not still qualify as a shortlist the theaters are going ballistic people are loving it the tweets are flying out of the window but it still not make it on artistic merit is because the set of people who are viewing are the jury members in the academy of motion pictures arts and sciences these people are fed with the hollywood style of movie making even if it is from poland even if it is from germany or france or any other part of the world think of parasite it's a very rooted korean story but the way it is dealt the treatment is very hollywoodish 
right that there is you know the quietness of it all whereas what we represent is exactly the opposite we generally don't produce quiet movies because as a society and culture we are a densely populated country and therefore that much more noise now one can contest then what about chinese movies we haven't seen much uh, i think crouching tiger hidden dragon if i'm not mistaken but uh, we we have a vibrant movie culture and so unless and until the jury members at the oscars uh, function where they view or sit down to vote this is apart from all the money that has been spent on lobbying for the movie and all that right that that's separate all movies don't have that budget to go out there and promote their movies but unless the jury has a healthy mix of people who understand the indian style of storytelling we will never I mean, never is a strong word it will be a long time before there is acceptance at a mass scale at the jury level that okay this is a good movie to be shortlisted i'm all happy where if you have look at the best film nominations right you have avatar way of the water which is a spectacle right special effects so the guy had a lot of money he put in a ton of money developed cameras innovation great set pieces and designs and good ac- action sequences but does it really merit high on a artistic story telling ability level i don't know i don't think so is it's there by the same logic you have um, top gun maverick which is very high on real time footage i mean that is unbelievable amount of commitment for an actor to do pull off something like that and real footage with very little i mean there is cgi but very little and with that kind of budget you produce a staggering movie like that so if you have a pod, these are all masala entertainers right hollywood masala entertainers think of avatar think of uh top gun maverick and so why wouldn't you have an rrr in there if these three movies otherwise if you look at the other nominations the banshees of incherin is a very down to earth small town kind of movie right it has artistic merit one can't deny that but so if you want to have a mix and that these days they are reaching up to 10 uh, but somewhere big my sense is the reason like the question i'm trying to answer here is why did rrr not make it to the final 10 in the best picture likewise in the best director mr steven spielberg got nominated for fablemans fablemans is a good movie but does it merit an nomination it's not make no mistake he's been one of my favorite directors of all time he still is and he's done some stellar work arguably the best work in like in schindler's list and all that but for fablemans i don't think so so could mr rajamouli not have been nominated there i think so he could have but the reason it is he's not there is because for the same analogy that i gave you that people don't get it this indian style of making a movie so once they get it you will find the you know there will come a day when the world will suddenly wake up and smell the cappuccino about india 
they'll stumble upon malayalam cinema which they will go oh my god this existed i didn't know why didn't i know and so on and so forth they'll stumble upon tamil cinema which they will go completely bonkers that wow they, these guys are really pushing and trying to do something different and original for so long and there are those commercial films as well make no mistake but the people will get the diversity of cinema that is being generated in india yes there are some good hindi movies as well which are not necessarily mainstream pot boilers right for example dangal dangal had a very good storyline it it had a solid acting performance it was not over the top it it had all the trappings of a great artistically high artistically merited movie but people still worry about the long run times like yeah 3 hour movies you get comfortable with irishman which is well over 3 hours marvel movies well over 3 hours and many other movies which are over 3 hours or 2 hours 40 minutes then that shouldn't be a problem with indian movies so it's the psychological thing that one needs to get over and once they do chances are we will see many more indian movies getting nominated in all categories at the oscars final bit so then should india stop making indian movies and start adopting the texture the look and feel the narrative style of a hollywood movie is is that the way to getting the next oscar my guess is not you know we do not want to become this poor cousin of hollywood and that's why i'm so pissed off whenever i hear the term bollywood or tollywood or gollywood or whatever they just call it the indian film industry yeah it, it will catch and become a brand recall at some point don't need to really anyways i've had many such rants on bollywood so i'll keep that aside so do we need to abandon our way of storytelling no we, we don't need to but making poor quality movies is something that we can ill afford now given the fact that because of rrr and some of the other good movies in the past global attention is slowly but surely increasing towards indian cinema look at all those reaction channels right there is a huge plethora of uh, western audiences doing reaction channels uh, reacting to indian movies and content and trailers and songs and everything and it's t- it's like people have you've ignited their curiosity that oh my god there is little more than what i thought and great they will stumble upon good content but they will also come across terrible content so somewhere if you are a creative director story writer screenwriter listening to this raise the level of artistry in fact i was listening to this film companion interview with producers and then subsequently with writers both had opposite things to say producers kept on saying we never get good scripts we get terrible scripts and we junk them in the boot of the car and throw them off and what do we do the writers said we don't get good directors or producers who will back a good strong script like we write such great scripts but they just rejected they all they want is something of a mishmash wishwash of whatever you know good is happening here and good is happening there mix it match it and throw it out there right there there are original songs but people want remix songs 
why do the producers want remix songs because they are easily identifiable and all the previous ones have worked the original was such a big hit so the remix will also be a big hit and so it's a safe bet it's a lazy way of making films or any kind of creative pursuits so i don't think we should become like hollywood we have a ton of original content great artists within the country which are capable of delivering or raising the bar of artistry or artistic merit in whichever cinematic discipline you want to bring them into and so it's a matter of time where the quote unquote ott audience will start demanding higher quality content there is a risk of the mediocre content creeping into ott which can be totally counterproductive because that's not what you want to it to be but in so far as of now the ott quality content is much higher than what we get to see in mainstream cinema and so that divide is happening so with that you know i can go on and on i didn't intend this to be a rant but this was all spontaneous all right so there is no script written down or anything so bear with me i normally do this for about 15 20 minutes this is gone for 10 more minutes additionally so if you have still with me here you know how passionate i am and i'm guessing if you have heard till now that i know that you too are passionate about movies let me know what kind of movies do you want to see would you rather want to see you know, those pot boiler movies which are coming out like pathan could be one which is <laughs> i mean i mean dude the guy all said and done right he's he's tried his best right he tried so many other things yet when you look at shahrukh khan's movies right you people keep going back to those two movies and you know the ones that i'm talking about no it's not dilwale it is swadesh and chakde india right people just love those movies why because that's one time where he got to show his true artistic merit and he has artistic merit there's no denying it he's so caught up in the self imagery of you know spreading his arms wide and you know doing all that well you want to do a simple nice romantic story realistic romantic story then do it but as it turns out people are crazy as per them also right it's like we want to see an over the top action film with eight pack abs and all those kind of things and if patan goes on to do 400 crores or 500 crores then another three patans will be made and that's what it has been for the indian film industry and so the artistic merit is something it always takes a, a back seat and you know the big srk fans will say why this is also art why are you saying this is not art this is this is as artistic merit as it gets you know you uh, elitist kind of people who just want to see india as a hollywood uh, in, an indian movie in hollywood make up why is that we don't want that so that will always be there but you know true cinephiles will say that good movies Uh, are independent of which region they come from you know good cinematic movies have they push the boundaries and i'm proud to say that you know the malayalam cinema is at the moment the flag bearer closely followed by the bengali cinema this tamil cinema you know kannada and telugu cinema they are doing some really good job and of course assam cinema i mean they are they are there they don't produce as many this gujarati cinema marathi's cinema has also done some good movies some artistically brilliant movies is the reference to context here 
So I just hope that we find our own originality. We tell the stories the way we want to just raise the standard of artistry. Don't have these buffooneries happen on screen anymore. Probably change the taste of the nation. Is that too big a term? Is that too much to say? I don't know. But me as a scene above, I would love to see all kinds of movies. And of course, there is an audience for that kind of masala entertainer and pot boiler. But make it a little more believable. Make it a little more realistic. Because that's where society is today. You know, why this society is not perpetually suspended in disbelief. Because that we are in an information overload society. Everybody has a mobile phone now. They have an internet connection. They have access to global data. They know what's happening worldwide. I mean, various degrees of information. Let's just put it this way. People know about the world much more today than they ever did in the past 50 years. Is that fair enough? Okay. And so then the movies cannot be made how they were made in the last 50 years, right? You'd have to change the way the movies are being made. And so if you are a person of, from the movie industry listening to this, please spread the word. Please share this podcast with them. <laughs> Maybe some directors, some storyteller, will, some producer, more importantly, will see some merit in making this kind of movies and make it mainstream while make it very, making it very realistic and believable. Till we find such a producer, director, actor, or a creative artist doing something like this, let's not lose hope. There's no dearth of talent in the country. Right? There's a ton of talent. So I will still watch the Oscars. I will see how it <laughs> turns out. It'll be an absolute blast to watch Nadu Nadu uh, play out at the Dolby Theatre or wherever it is hosted this year. And the world watching Natu Natu at the same time, that will be some spectacle. And so hopefully next year we will have more nominations than we had this year. That'd be my first port of call. And so this year will be very crucial on how we follow up from the previous year's uh, attainments or achievements. Well, that's all the time I had for this long movie buff rant on uh, Oscars and nominations and a bit of Indian cinema and everything put together. I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I had sharing it with you. Do share your thoughts with me as well. Do you think we should change? Do we do you think we should remain the same? What, what is it that you love about the Indian films that is not there anywhere in the world? And what is it that you love about Hollywood that is not there anywhere in India? Do leave a comment, message, voice message, whatever, wherever you're consuming this from. It's available on all platforms. Reach me on my social media handles on Twitter or Facebook on hashtag Ionisms or send me a note, an email. Uh, all of this information is there on my Twitter profile. Just click on linktree slash Ionisms and you will know how to reach out to me. So till we meet the next time, stay well, stay safe and keep enjoying the magic of the movies. Peace out. <laughs>